Well, Willie offers to take Todd to a more friendly environment so they can get high together. And they end up going to the Barry Farm public housing project. That's B-A-R-R-Y. Barry Farm. Don't really know why it's called that. Mm -hmm. So on the ride over, uh, Willie is playing some Tupac music very loudly in his car. Uh, Todd misspells Tupac's name here. He spells it with a K. (laughs) Nice. Very easy to look up. Well, Todd asks Willie to turn the music down so that they can have a conversation. Willie says, y'all be the whitest white dude I know. And Todd replies, no, I'm just the whitest white dude you know who smokes crack. (laughs) He might have a point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so these two are, you know, starring in their own sitcom. Yeah, yeah, they have a very cute banter. I I actually want the rest of the book to be this. (laughs) I, if only. (laughs) so todd and willie they arrive at the berry farm and they smoke crack with a woman who goes unnamed and her boyfriend whose name is roosevelt uh the woman has a son from a previous relationship his name is isaiah and he arrives home while they are all smoking crack together Uh, and isaiah had been studying at the library he's in high school and todd kind of presents him here as like a poor kid uh, obviously his his mother is addicted to drugs she's in a relationship with another man who's uh addicted to drugs so he's a kid who's like trying to get a good education and like rise above his living situation uh, and todd says here i asked him about his post high school plans he said he'd like to become an addictive disorders counselor okay the big fellow who let me in a few hours earlier rose from his chair grabbed the kid by the shoulders and slammed him against the wall Listen up, y'all little bitch-ass motherfucker, the man yelled, shaking the boy. And there's a little bit more of uh, this physical abuse before Todd speaks up. And he says, I didn't come here to see anyone assaulted. Roosevelt raised his fist, and the two of us locked eyes. Knock it off. Now. Who said knock it off? Was it Todd? That's Todd saying that, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure the, the super violent guy... Her, her knock it off. He's like, oh, this guy means business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, the kid covered his face uh, and was inching over to a corner of the room. As the big dude advanced toward me, he pointed toward his lady. I done brought this here bitch and her snot-nosed kid into a whole nother world. With my 380 aimed at his face, <laughs> I replied, <laughs> back off or you'll be in another world right quick. <sighs> This is really in the book. You're not even, like, fucking with me. No, I'm reading this straight off of the page here. This is the most real fucking thing I've (laughs) ever heard. The gun came out of nowhere. Like, he didn't even even draw the gun. And apparently he doesn't mind that it's not silence now. (laughs) Right. This is, like, the second time in this day that he's thought about shooting somebody in their own house. Yeah, it's... He didn't even go to, like, any other places in between. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My words must have registered with this huge, violent junkie because he said, Okay, okay, I'ma let it go this time. Turning to the boy, he said, Get the fuck in your room, you damn... And then there's a homophobic slur. So having uh, kind of defused the situation... (laughs) I'm sure after he left that apartment, it was uh, a great situation for everybody. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Well, Todd decides it's time to leave. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's 
<laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but I know it's fake, so it's yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. And uh, Roosevelt, that's the man who is just uh, beating a child in front of him. He walks Todd and Willie out to their car. <laughs> <laughs> he's polite. He's, yeah, he's a yeah. gentleman. <laughs> yeah. We shook hands as I silently <laughs> promised myself to never set foot in that place again. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, he, he goes very quickly from being, like, a, a gunslinging badass to just, like, meekly shaking hands with a child yeah. abuser. <laughs> I'm sure when he wrote it, too, he, like, wanted it to seem like he was, like, an upstanding guy who follows a code or whatever, but it just mm-hmm. reads so fucking shitty. Right, he backed down so quickly. Uh, and then he, uh, he reflects on this experience. I wondered... What if white supremacists could see how these kids have to live amidst such misery, squalor, and violence right in their own homes? Would it change their thinking? Would they become compassionate and understanding if they were exposed to situations like this? Don't bet on it. (laughs) (laughs) There's a fucking cute little punctuation there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're talking about horribly racist people, so I think that the the suffering of black people is actually uh, they like it. Yeah. They would I, like I'm to hear sure. about that. I'm sure in some ways it's like a direct consequence intentionally of yeah. that. Yeah. It was also around this time that I first realized that many people, and this is particularly true with addicts and white supremacists, don't like themselves. Okay. All right. How do you feel about yourself, Todd? <laughs> Uh, and I just noted here that Todd was uh, about 40 years old when this story took place. That's when I first so, realized that some people just have a low self-image. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's never too late to heal. 